0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Strife and Chat. It was a nil-nil draw, of all nil-nil draws. I think it was pretty uneventful. Yes, a uh, it was un- it was eventful, I guess, but
1: a stalemate zero-zero Manchester derby, and uh, we got roasted on Twitter for how boring it was. Um, wouldn't be the first time which is unfortunate because lately the derbies have been actually pretty interesting like last season i mean interesting for us because we won we won all three but uh yeah this this game was kind kind of a stinker
0: it was and it really reminded me of the chelsea match uh last month or two months ago but i don't necessarily hate the result i i think you would agree yeah i mean uh i
1: again we talked about this and honestly like a zero zero result and again, also in the bigger context of the results this weekend, I a draw is fantastic because every team, every top six or top six team I'm doing air quotes um, in the league actually dropped points. And so like your, your Arsenal, your Manchester City,
0: your Liverpool we don't talk about Arsenal. Manchester they're, United, they're
1: Chelsea, uh, Spurs, we've, they've all dropped points in one weekend. And it's the first time in I think
0: it was like six years, I like officially either Leicester or Wolves have taken uh, Arsenal's place in the top six, in my opinion. But that's another topic we can talk geez, about. Uh, already, we're, in the end. we're what are we? Yeah. like three it, minutes it in slander and podcast slander on Arsenal already. Jesus,
1: yeah, low hanging fruit, right. man. Low <laughs> hanging fruit. Come on,
0: it's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. I live for that. Uh, but you know, when when you say when all the other top six teams have. Uh, drop points that also kind of makes it bittersweet because even though we sort of didn't lose position or didn't gain any points, I like, mean, we could have easily won that too. We like, I think there were chances for us glass half um, full, half. glass half empty, exactly. Um, let's say in the first half, like I remember, like Scott had a really, really close chance. It was like it was a nice flick, uh, by, uh, by Lindelof off a corner through his head, right? Yeah, and then he had two of those in this game. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, where did that come from, man? Like, we yeah, actually looked threatening right off the corners.
1: A corner from Luke Shaw, and we actually have a chance from it. That's like unheard of. That's crazy,
0: Luke. Yeah, Luke actually was my man at the match. Uh, he, I thought he, I thought when Torres Fer, uh, came on, I thought Luke was done, and I thought he was injured. Yeah, for a second, man, shut him down. Like that big body of him, of his. You know, he. I think he shut down a fresh Torres Coming off the bench, and he definitely deserves a lot of credit for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He had a really strong uh, showing. I think. The, I think our our back four in general deserves deserves praise. I think we had a we had a really good outing, uh, really solid. I mean, you know, good old good old Harry Maguire, slabhead. You know, uh, he was he was pretty solid. And when I think back to like a key moment in the game when he um, put his foot in the way. Uh, when De Bruyne was about to just smack it home, right? It yeah, was sort of yeah. like a deflection. And then Maguire just just got his 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 leg in
0: the way, you know, saved a surefire goal. Um but uh, yeah, I mean he bullied Sterling as well. I mean it's not really hard to do. Like every time we play Sterling, he just disappears. Yeah, he's never scored against us in his career, correct? I don't think so. And this guy anytime he has a chance, like I I've watched like previous highlights of the of the Derby before. He loves to sky his chances. He always misses sitters. Like it's actually freaking unbelievable. Mm. If he actually finished like half those chances, like he would, yeah, top five player in the world because he gets into like those positions so often. Like if I'm Pep, like I'd be losing more hair if I had any more.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like this season he's been struggling struggling a little bit more. Um, But I think like the last two seasons he's been he's been one of their top scorers. So. I mean, granted, he does get a lot of chances because City is just one of those teams that they're going to dominate the ball and they're going to always create those chances, whoever they play, uh, especially against the worst teams. So I think that's that's natural. But yeah, he's definitely been struggling a little, uh, a little this season.
0: Is it just me or does City look a lot worse than they did two years ago? They just don't look. They don't have that. Uh, that swagger. They
1: yeah. They don't look as like untouchable or like invincible you know what i mean like yeah like you like you would kind of cower at them like when they would come and um when you would play them you would just kind of submit to to their style of play which is very dominant and again creating chances um but yeah they've been more uh, frail i'd say and like you know even this game it's not like they were completely dominating us or extremely threatening i mean i would say that in terms of chances they probably edged us a little bit in terms of like clear cut chances and if i could have easily seen them have like a one win here and be like yeah okay um but like they weren't yeah they weren't like you know as threatening or just having their foot on our throat the whole game and we could have easily gotten a result from this game
0: yeah i don't think um i think mares is definitely gonna regret that chance he had in the first half was it the first half? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 He should have taken that uh, first touch. Yeah, that. I mean, that was their biggest chance. I mean, th- yeah.
1: like, I think that if it was a player who was right-footed in that situation, I think they would have been... Like, if Kevin De Bruyne was the one that that got it there, and I think he would have taken one touch and then just... And yeah, I, th- I think he would have put it in the back of the net with his right. But the fact that Mares decided to take a touch, take another touch to set it on his left... Just gave De Gea too much time to set to set himself up. Uh and there's too many players behind the ball. And then De Bruyne just skied uh the rebound. And honestly, Kevin De Bruyne, at this game, um, pretty quiet. I think I think I think we did
0: a really good job neutralizing him. Definitely. Um maybe that has a lot to do with how we set up. Right. And let's talk about the formation. We played the diamond. I we, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, on, on this podcast know, we do not yeah. tan the diamond. Le- like in order to be in order to effectively utilize a diamond um, going forward, we just don't have the fullbacks to do so. Like Shaw and and Aaron Wembasaka, they're they're not going to bomb forward. I agree. But, I agree. But I think Ole was, if Ollie really wanted to play it safe and be really compact and and neutralize the threat in the middle for City, having Fred McTominay. All uh, all our midfielders just scrunched up. I think that was maybe the right call. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: I think the game plan was to, if more than anything, to disrupt um, Manchester City's play in the midfield because that's where they're most dangerous. That's where their best players are, um, and I think that McTominay and Fred did a really good job at that. Um, especially McTominay, I really liked how aggressive he was in this game, and he disrupted a lot of plays um, and got us out of and got us out of some tight situations. Um, so I think I think Scott had a really good game. And also another huge talking point, I guess, for the initial selection was Paul Pogba starting. And after the game, he came out with uh, with a response to the whole um, Raiola shamble thing, transfer rumor going on. So let's talk about that. What are your feelings about Pogba starting
0: this game? If we're starting our strongest eleven, then absolutely Paul should be starting. Mm-hmm. But does that send the right message? I think there's been a huge debate regarding that. We could have easily—I mean, could we have played Vandebeek, right? A player who clearly wants to contribute. It just sends like, I—I I, I see both sides. I see the reason why we should play Pogba because I think. No matter how, no matter what you think of him, I think we're a better team with him. Mm-hmm. Especially with Bruno and Fred, Like we just managed to, wait, managed to find a way to fit them all together. But I think all Ollie, he's trying to do is we aren't, it doesn't help us if we tank his value either by not playing him, right? It's in, it's in our best interest to have him play and play well. Yeah. Because you know, when, not if, when Juventus or PSG or whoever decides to swoop in and make a bid, you know, we need to retain Pogba's value, I'd say. Look, I mean, I think it's I think it's very clear. I think the situation
1: is well understood between the player and the club, meaning that the club knows that Pogba wants to leave and the player knows that he's he's probably going to going to leave and you're right. We have to keep his value. Um, so playing him is, you know, in the long run, that's going to help us out both on the pitch and in terms of getting actual value back for him. I think the only issue that's and it's still not resolved was the comments from the agent um, saying publicly that he, that he wants to leave and that there's like this sort of rift or whatever and just putting this extra pressure on the team. I think that's was super unnecessary. Um, because honestly, I think all he knows, Pogba wants to leave and Pogba is going to leave. I think, and the team, I think the team knows it. But I think that Pogba, I mean, it's it's clear that he's very well liked in the dressing room, right? I mean, all the players love him. He's always cracking jokes, I bet. Um, like,
0: I find that so surprising, right? It seems like Bruno and Paul still have a really good relationship. Like they're commenting on each other's Instagram posts and whatever. Yeah. But it's so weird because for a guy who causes so much drama, like, wouldn't you assume the teammates would get sick of it? Like maybe maybe Paul is right because he did not mention in his Instagram post like it, maybe it is blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. But my argument is I I won't accept his uh, his message or whatever his post was on Instagram. At the end of the day, did you see Mino it? Rayola, I did see it. Like Mino Raiola still represents Paul Pogba. Right, he still he still knowingly was okay with his run, with his agent running his his mouth all over social media or, or to the Italian newspapers. Mm-hmm. Should we? Like he should, has to be aware that that it's not helpful, especially in such a, in such a crunch time. Here that we we'll, had this week.
1: We'll we'll do this. I'll 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 read it out. I'll I'll read out his his Instagram caption, and then you give me your. Exact reaction to the caption. All right. So here we go here. So, Paul Pugba, open quote I've always fought and will always fight for Manchester United, my teammates and the fans. Blah, blah, blah is not important. The future is far. Today is what matters. And I am 1000% involved. Always strong together. All has been clear between the club and myself. And that will never change. When you don't know what's going on inside, don't talk. Hashtag speak the truth or remain silent. Hashtag united. Hashtag talk to the hand. End quote. Thoughts.
0: Yeah, so I saw this, but I'm just saying like when he says uh what did he say before um uh don't talk before you know what's going on behind the scenes. What was that that sentence before? Um all
1: has yeah, all has been clear between the club and myself
0: i don't know about that man
1: <laughs> i think i mean i i agree with that so like I, I i like this post because i think it i think it's the reality again it speaks to like what i was saying earlier i think that the club understands very well um that paul pugbo will be sold and that both both futures for the club aren't
0: aren't i just do accept it like the you just don't do that. It's just not professional.
1: No, I know. I, okay, I agree. And I know that the comments from Raiola, and again, that's what I said, like that yeah. part still stinks. And that's, and the fact that he hasn't come out and said that like, oh, like I apologize for my agent's comments. Like that's not, um, that's what doesn't sit right. Right? Like the fact that he came out and said that before a really important game was stupid, was dumb. But again, the reality is Paul Pogba will not be a Manchester United player after this season. And the club knows that. Right, it's kind of crazy. The team, like, I don't. All knows that. But I think that Pogba, again, he's still a professional. He's still in really good standing with the team. He's a really good player. So I think that both parties know the situation, but we're still going to play Pogba because he's a great player, and it and it's not an issue in the dressing room.
0: Yeah, I I don't think he's necessarily the the player that. I mean, he's a luxury player, I guess. But it's not like Juve struggled, you know, without Pogba. I'm pretty sure they've won a Scudetto every year. I mean, yeah, the
1: Serie A is not the yeah. most competitive league
0: in the world. Yeah, so... It's overall, it's such an unfortunate situation. I really wanted it to work out. But this is also coming from... It also comes off like... Oh, Bruno's actually playing. He he's taking up my preferred position. Like, I don't think we really know what Paul's best position is. Is he better as a holding midfielder? Is he better as a cam or a ten? Or like, it. I don't think there's no there's no concrete answer to that.
1: I mean, I think he he is not going to be successful in the system that we play with. Ali. Like, I I think that he's convinced himself that he will not be the best player that he knows he can be if Ollie keeps playing him the way he is in this sort of more defensive distributor role I think he wants to be more involved with um with the offense picking up those you know picking the defense apart all those all those passes or whatever but you know wow. all, all that to say we should probably move on we don't want to spend too much time on on the on the Paul Pogba saga but
0: I just wanted to throw my two cents in there so let's talk about the perhaps the post match comments by Ale. And I think it's really interesting how he thought of the result. Um, he said that was his best performance against City that he's seen as a manager. And I was like, I can see what he's talking about, right? Because. I guess previous derbies, even though we won, I th- I don't think we were sound defensively. Like we we did get lucky in some points, but I think what he's trying to hammer, you know, or what he's trying to get the point across, um, that we were much more solid defensively, mm-hmm. and like City were definitely stifled. But why would you say that? <laughs> it doesn't sound. uh yeah, it doesn't sound great
1: because it wasn't a good game necessarily, but I it think wasn't. I think yeah. maybe what he's trying to get at and again it's the whole thing with like we're improving as a team is the fact that we could hold our own against a really good team like Manchester City. Like you're right, like like there weren't those moments of like fragility where we made some mistakes or where we would put under intense pressure and we're and it looked like we were about to crack. Right, I think that it was more of an even game, both teams going at each other, both teams created their chances. I think so I think maybe he's speaking more on that front, but then again, for him to say that this was our best game against cities, um I don't know, like mm. like kind of hollow, you know what I mean. That's like you know there's there's not much backing behind those words
0: yeah it's it's like the same comment as you know, oh, we've been consistent this year. Yeah, no, I know it's. I don't see it. It's crazy, but at least we're more consistent. Or you, you know who is consistent?
1: Arsenal, and they're consistent at losing. Okay, no, sorry, sorry,
0: just had to get what one about in there. The
1: low hanging fruit. Yeah, no, sorry, just had to get. I mean, you had one, and then and then I and then I had to get one.
0: Well, there's plenty of more coming uh, the listeners' way. Yeah, I I just think overall I can't be mad, but. We seriously have to beat Sheffield next Thursday. <laughs> There's no excuse. I mean, it's are they like, still winless? Are they still winless right now? They are still winless. They yes, they they lost
1: uh, ten in a row. Ten and have you have you drawn? They've drawn one. Yeah, so they're oh 0, wow, they're oh one and ten. That's actually And they haven't actually. sacked their manager because I mean it's crazy. They, they 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 did so well last season, right? They were fighting for Champions League last season, and then to have this sort of drop off, crazy. But I guess I guess they they did kind of drop off after um
0: uh after the lockdown. So think, Is it a regression to the mean to their normal? I like, mean, how long have they been in the Premier League? Is this their second year or third year? I can't remember.
1: No, I think they got I think the I think last season was the first time they got promoted, wasn't it? Okay. So I mean they 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 definitely over-succeeded, but I mean this is by no means a regression to the mean. This is like a this, this is another outlier kind of situation where they're 0-1-10. Mm. Crazy. But it would be, are we home or away?
0: I think we are away. It's at Bramall Lane, I
1: think. Okay. Because if it was, I mean, if it was home, that'd be a perfect setup for, for just a cheeky Manchester United home loss. You know what I mean? Like another boring, per- terrible performance
0: and we lose. But so we play Thursday and then the game after that is the Everton Carabao Cup match. Just play Poli3, three, 3 and all the uh U23. We have a League Cup game after that? Is that the Everton game? Yeah, the 23rd.
1: Oh yeah. Not I'm not too bothered about that one. We can play all the reserves. I really don't care. Uh, yeah, I do not care about the League Cup. <laughs> like what 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 round is it? Are we is that quarterfinal or something or even before that?
0: I think it's the quarterfinals after that round.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just play. Put, yeah. Whatever. Put put Pelistri in there as our as our striker for all I care. Put Dean Henderson Pulistri
0: scored again this weekend. Actually.
1: Yeah. So the under 23s had their own little little derby and it was a two two result. Pelistri with a goal. More more talks on Twitter for him to join the squad again, but.
0: Dude, I can't wait for him to play in the Europa League. I think it's perfect. I really do think so. Oh, thank God we're in the Europa League. Yeah.
1: Yes. Extreme hey.
0: sarcasm, by the way, for people that yeah. didn't catch on. <laughs> Diallo can play as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. positives, but okay. Back, I mean, we're getting a little off track here. Back to, uh, back to the Sheffield game during during midweek. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a really important game again to 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 stay. What was it five six games undefeated? In the Premier League,
0: yeah, yeah. Had we won yesterday, it would have been five, five wins in uh, a row. Straight, yeah, five in a row, which is that consistent. Would nice. That would
1: have, nice. um, would have been nice. It would have been nice, but again, I, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of the results this weekend, I think a draw was perfect. To be honest, like I'll take it every day of the week against Manchester City. Um, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah Ollie just did not want to lose. I think that was it. That that's been his approach to the bigger teams this season. Which is slightly unfortunate because I think that we could have taken it more to Chelsea. We could have taken it definitely more to Arsenal when we played. How do we lose against
0: Arsenal, man? That's how shoots Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's, it's
1: it's not like Arsenal like destroyed us too. Like they just like if, if any team would have won that game, it would have been fair. Like if we would have won that game one 0 it would have been fair. You know what I mean? It's it just one of those like we could have done so much more. Like I would like us to be more competitive against these big teams because our results have been pretty poor, right? We lost, we got battered by Tottenham. Uh, lost to
0: Arsenal, tied with Chelsea and City. Like, how are we not getting hyped up for these big matches? Like, it's almost. Did you see Roy Keane's rant after the after the derby yesterday? He was saying like, "Why is everyone hugging?" Oh, you know. I mean, I Roy, these nice gestures. <laughs> Roy Keane's just always an angry, angry man. Why are you smiling? <laughs> you
1: know, it's kind of kind of like Graham Sooners on 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 Pogba. Except it's for the entire Manchester United team. I think he has a point. I really do. I mean it's it's a it's it's a different game this day and age man it's sure there's a little bit more animosity on the pitch because it's 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 a derby and generally the teams don't like each other but at the end of the day they all play nationally together so they're all they're all friends they all talk to each other they all hang out like it's very disgusting it's a very God. different
0: game right yeah yeah it's i think I just wanted to see a better or a more competitive match. Can't be mad at the result again. Uh, I guess, like, do you have any predictions? Like, I hope we could get Cavani back for the Sheffield match. I think he was pretty close to actually playing against City or just making it to the bench. Yeah, no. In
1: the um, pregame presser, the um, couple of days before, Ollie said that it was going to be sort of like a like a last minute decision if Cavani was going to make the squad or not. So I think, uh, yeah, because it's it's like a mi- it's like a minor knock, right? So I think I think he should be in contention um, midweek.
0: Yeah, he would have had about two weeks of rest by next Thursday. So fingers crossed, should be good. Hopefully, yeah. Fred's okay too, right? He kind of had an injury during the game, so yeah, it kept bothering him his his his, uh, his hip. It was yeah. a bit of a Charlie Horse. I don't know what it was, like from it, was his, De Bruyne. it was. Yeah, it was
1: definitely his hip flexor, I think.
0: Yeah. Still played well. I I think he had like ninety-four pass, ninety-four percent pass completion or something like that. Fred's Fred's important. He'll make mistakes, but I think he's he's no he's nowhere near as bad as he was when he first joined. Like he was he was uh Prime Cruyff for like a second there with his uh Cruyff's turn and the nutmegged De Bruyne. I don't know who it was, but it was it was pretty glorious to watch. Yeah, throw that in his highlight pack for sure. In his very short highlight pack, I guess, because he's not really
1: known for those kind of things to beat players on the pitch. He's more of a distributor, makes the simple passes, sometimes can break up play, sometimes can break with decent pace, right? Like he's good running with the ball sometimes. Uh, but yeah, we don't, we don't see that from him often,
0: that's for sure. Yeah, if... You know, I really do think Fred and Scott complement each other so well. Agreed. Like yeah. if they're playing, they have to play together. In my opinion.
1: Agreed, and I think, and I think Ollie knows that. That's why that they're kind of like our our go to, um, our our go to midfield at this point. But again, I I I'd want us to stay away from the diamond, and I I really want us to go four two three one. I think that going forward, we look the best four two three one. So it's interesting that because Cavani was injured we went to a 4-2 I, again every opponent is different and I feel like all they wanted to con- have or disrupt the midfield a little bit more um uh, but against a team like Sheffield I think I think he's got to go back to a 4-2-3-1 I think so especially and- if, I mean Sheffield's going to be desperate man they're going to be absolutely desperate for a win it's setting up nicely for an upset win for Sheffield United. <laughs> I can I can see the headlines already. It just uh yeah. yeah no wins in twelve games and then they beat Manchester United.
0: Yeah classic. The and also I, I guess you know the the formation was specifically tailored for the city match, but Marcio had a nice cameo, I'd say. He had a couple of nice touches when he came on. But I'd like to see him start or if Cavani's ready, then Marcus can start on the left doesn't really matter. I just prefer seeing Mason on the on the right as a right winger to be honest as a secondary striker.
1: Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, I would rather just have Mason um on the right wing and then Rashford on the left. I'd put Martial on the bench. I think he's been pretty poor this season. Um so I would I I you know, I'd keep him on. You got to
0: get him going somehow. I know,
1: but yeah. I I again, there's sure you want to get him going, but you want your best players on the pitch right away. You know what I mean? So Get him going, but maybe maybe with the substitution appearance, yeah, or get him going in the Europa League. <laughs> perfect, perfect. There you go. Just perfect. Thank God we're in that. Yeah. Should we sh- uh, should we slightly touch on on Arsenal's uh, run of form or?
0: Yeah, I think maybe last ten minutes or so we can just talk about like what's been going, on, what's been happening in the Premier League. Arsenal, basically relegation fodder at this point. They are in the relegation battle. Um, it's actually insane just how poor they've been. And like I, I, I like, I thought that contract was well deserved. Oh, definitely, no, of course. Yeah. I mean, it was a no brainer. Yeah, he
1: was his, he was their best best player by a mile. Oh, by a country mile. And they were, yeah. I mean, he was banging in goals. He was a threat in every single game, right? And then he signs the ting, and then it's like. It's like Space Jam, right? Like, like yeah. some monsters just took all his powers and he just can't score anymore. Or he can, but it's on his own net.
0: I think it just happens a lot in sports in general. Like once you secure the bag, the long term, like that big contract, then everything goes downhill from there. Expectations are way higher, and
1: he's definitely got he's definitely got the monkey on his back, and he can't get it off right now. And the team, as a result, is struggling because of it. And we all get a front row seat to watch Arsenal burn thanks to arsenal fan tv (laughs) shout out arsenal fan tv cheers to arsenal fan tv i mean robbie's got to be he he's got to have conflicting minds here because sure he's giving like raw emotion from the fans like raw reaction but at the end of the (laughs) day yeah he's making a lot of money um so he maybe it makes it easier for him to sleep at night but he's also contributing to their downfall because what they're doing bad man that is bad
0: vibes all around the club and you can see it like I was thinking about this, like channels like Arsenal Fan TV, it definitely stokes the fire even more. It, oh, it, like, of course, of course, it increases the controversy by tenfold. Man, I think that yeah, stuff it, spills
1: onto the club, and it spills onto the players because Arsenal Fan TV will have all this content and all this reaction from the games, and it, and it, you know it gets shared a lot because it's so like, and you know, like we like to see um like we love to see this kind of stuff right like a rival like kinda, club yeah. going through this kind of hard time yeah um, and like our some arsenal players probably they've seen clips they watch arsenal fan tv or like this gets on twitter and then it, it gets on other media and then you know and then reporters start asking the questions that spill from twitter and then it get and the reporters ask the questions to the players and the players ask the questions to themselves it's like this domino effect right and it gets straight to the club I'm not saying Arsenal Fan TV is is responsible for, for for all this, but they definitely pour gasoline onto the fire.
0: Yeah, but it's also the club's responsibility to play well. At the end of the <laughs> it, day, yeah, yeah, that's their responsibility. And at the moment, but, they are not
1: seven losses yeah. in their first twelve games in the Premier League.
0: You think Mikel's gonna get sacked? I think so. That sucks. I really. That's insane because. I I don't think it's his fault that the players are playing like just poorly. Is it like Aubameyang going on a goal streak at the worst time possible probably doesn't help. Partey's been injured as well. Yeah. And he's and he's probably their best player at the moment
1: and, and 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 that sucks. It seems to me like the sentiment amongst the Arsenal fans is they're frustrated at Arteta. They don't want him gone necessarily right now, but they're frustrated at Arteta because he's selecting players And I guess putting his faith in players that aren't returning the
0: favor, that aren't performing. I mean, Shaka should have left the club like a long time ago anyway. That's on them. That's on the board for not selling. It just reminds me of us like not selling our players right away. There's so much deadwood. I mean,
1: we have so much deadwood, man.
0: But sacking Arteta probably won't, probably will solve their problems in the short term. But it's rinse and repeat. That's the thing like with sacking managers. And that's why I'm not really necessarily for sacking Ole. Not that he has any good reason to, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I stated what I think about Ollie in our oops, sorry about that. In How our was that? it was it, it was a pen. Um in our last podcast. Because I mean I think that Ollie isn't our like long term like success in terms of like, oh, we're gonna win a bunch of trophies with Ollie. But I think that he's he's there to lay the foundation right now, and that's good. Um, but we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. But essentially Arsenal, I mean, they look in, they're in trouble. I mean, the next their next four games this is their this is their opposition. They have Southampton, everton, Manchester City in the league Cup, and then Chelsea. I genuinely don't think they can beat they can get a win <laughs> like like you're you're yeah. asking yourself where's the win gonna come from in that the way they're playing right now I mean that's oh, scary, man. and that's all before um december twenty ninth that's all in the span of like a couple of days
0: right man now i think about it i think he arteta might get sacked then like they need something to change they need to win it's
1: simple as they just need to win win,
0: right holy i didn't realize i didn't realize it was that bad i know
1: i know it's crazy and 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 that's why that the reactions are getting more and more intense and i don't know i just had this gut feeling that arteta just might get sacked in the morning to be honest even, hey, listen, even his post-game uh, post game presser, when he was answering questions, he was so dismissive. He's never that
0: dismissive. Uh, you know, to all the United supporters out there, like thinking that our season's over, just I'm just telling you, look it at, could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse.
1: Oh, man. I know. I mean, this is such a a bitter, bitter league. You know, things can change so quickly. Again, is it too
0: early? I mean, it doesn't look... I'd rather it be in our situation. Regardless, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least we we kind of passed our rough point like of our season You know, relatively all right. It could have been
1: worse. <laughs> could be worse. We're could looking, worse. you know, again, who knows? I mean, again, I feel like our fate is still to be decided. You know what I mean? But we're definitely not <laughs> in as bad of a position as Mikel Arteta is. I mean, he's not going to yeah. sleep tonight. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And what about Chelsea dropping points against Everton? Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, I, I, listen, I said this. I, I said... Um, You know, a couple episodes ago, I'm still not convinced by Chelsea. They are a couple of poor results from being in crisis as well.
1: No, I disagree with that. I think so. I think Chelsea's a very good side, actually. I think um, they play very good football and very attacking football. um, And they have amazing players. I mean, the money that they've invested into the squad, like uh, just like a complete revamp, right? Like really good players. And I'm a really big fan of Mason Mount as well. Um, I'm not convinced by their back line. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Again, they have uh, frailties in there, and I think when Thiago Silva gets injured, they might run into some problems. Um, but again,
0: Although, a much better keeper. He's yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Although yeah. he he did have that mistake that cost him the game. De um, Keppo would
0: have made like five mistakes. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah. True. No, they're they're smart to get rid of that. But like overall, I think you know, I think Chelsea's they're not a couple of games away
0: from from Frank Lampard having pressure. I don't think. No pressure, but they can easily drop points. And listen, I I don't think they've yet to hit. They haven't hit their rough part of the schedule just yet. Right?
1: So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their what their schedule looks like, but you're right though. They've had they've had an easier start to the season, that's for sure, compared to compared to us. There's no question they, about it.
0: Like Everton away is not an easy fixture. Like I was telling this telling you this yesterday. Like that, our victory at Goodison Park. That was clutch, especially coming after such a such an embarrassing loss. Was it the Was it the match right after the Istanbul loss?
1: Which game, yeah, it was which,
0: which, Everton match.
1: The the Everton, yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think it was that after was, the Istanbul loss.
1: Yeah, in, that was a good away win. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Looking back on it, I mean, Everton's a tough team to 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 play against, especially away from home. Um, Chelsea figured that out on the weekend. And they drop points, which you know helps us Love for sure. Love to see it. Love to see it. And then as well, Tottenham um, with a uh, without a, with a one-one result against Crystal Palace. And I think Crystal Palace, like I, I watched this game uh, for the most part. I think Crystal Palace
0: deserved. Uh, I agree. A result in this one. I think a typical Jose, like he. Uh, well, it's, well, not it's not surprising, but he does. He prefers to stay back. And defend for the one one nil victory. I know.
1: I mean, yeah. I think that's that. That was a criticism. So sorry. That was so sorry. That was a criticism after the draw, right? They got their goal, and then they just they just submitted. They're just okay, like whatever. We'll take we'll take a a one nil no win, and they didn't they didn't really push for anything else. And at at the end of the day, they they got punished for it. I mean, you know, yeah. Their goal was like the the Harry Kane strike wasn't even a good strike. I think the keeper made a mistake, and
0: uh, that's he made up for it though at the end. Yeah, I he thought. Did. Dyer's free kick was going in. It was it was really well hit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't watch the Liverpool match, but they drew against Fulham. I think there was a controversial. I heard there was a controversial penalty awarded to Liverpool. Uh, Lavar Um <laughs> Shouldn't that be us? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Liverpool, like VAR goes it helps sides. Like it's not just man United, you know? It, yeah. I mean, it's just unfortunate that the VAR and like the
1: decision making and all that stuff has been such a huge talking point in the game. Right. Because like, you, like you don't want to talk about that stuff. You just want to talk about the football and, um, but man, I
0: still think it's, it's still it's necessary. The game it's, better. it's still necessary. The game it's better
1: with it, I agree. Opinion. Because I think one thing that people forget is how frustrating it is for their team to lose because of a a mistake made by one of the refs. I think people have taken that for granted, the fact that that doesn't happen anymore. Because, again, that's huge pressure on the refs. And I think that we need some form of VAR. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, So let's sort of wrap things up. Maybe we'll just do a quick prediction for the Sheffield match next Thursday. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say a 3-0 victory for Man United. 3-0 3-0 victory. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a victory. I think it's going to be a little more hard, hard fought. I think uh, I'll go 2-1. Okay.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's it from us. I don't think there's anything that we need to cover. It's been sort of a not so eventful weekend for us.
1: Yeah, I least. mean it was a it yeah. was it was a dull zero zero game stalemate. So to be honest, we tried to drag it drag out this podcast as much as we could. A little bit um, wasn't too much to talk about, but um, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I mean we're in a good position. We'll we'll see what happens on Thursday. Um, you can you can catch us back here on Friday. Remember to follow us on at Chat on Twitter. And um, yeah, that's gonna do it for us here. See you guys next time. See you guys.